Uh, can you hear me properly, Bradley? Crisp and clear. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Seems like after all of that uh, setup, we are finally ready to get this show started. Hello again and welcome to the Style Council, the ultimate podcast where we dive into the captivating world of fashion and style. Join me, your host Demi, and a lineup of captivating guests as we explore the latest trends, unravel interesting style secrets, and discuss all things fashion. From wardrobe essentials to runway highlights, get ready for insightful discussions, personal anecdotes, and endless style inspiration. This is the Style Council. Okay, hello everyone. Welcome to the Style Council. Again, we managed to keep this shit going for a while. So wherever you are, you know, give us a, well, give myself and my lovely guests a round of applause thank you very much and today we have a lovely friend of mine joining us today mr b rose do you mind giving us an introduction oh man that's an absolute uh, honor to be on um my name's bradley um i go by by b rolls photography and uh geez a little little intro to myself um i just thought of the dumbest simplest name to kind of roll off for you know, uh, you know what's fi- funny um everyone thinks it's um um oh, oh no man one, i already no know what you're gonna B-rolls. say i'm yeah. just waiting okay what what am i gonna say oh the bros yeah yeah oh no that's the, yeah that's a consistent one for yeah. sure everyone is always like um Oh, Bradley's, uh, is, they're like, oh, is it bros? I'm like, you mean B-rolls? <laughs> and then they're like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That, that makes sense. They're like, and I'm like, the hyphen is right there. But to be fair, I have also fucked that up. So, I you don't know. You know what, though? Like, I kind of understand it. Like, if I could put a hyphen in the actual, like, account tag, it'd probably be a little easier. That's but, right. like, I don't know. Like... I don't. At first, I got a little butthurt over that stuff, but I, it's not worth it. <laughs> that's fair. That's totally fair. Uh well, that's uh that's Bradley, or otherwise known as B Rolling and yeah, B Brawls, whatever you whatever you're comfortable with, and um, he is um, people. People tend to call you my personal photographer, and I'm like, that is extremely far from the truth. <laughs> like, Bradley is not my personal photographer. Please, so stop saying that. Bradley is just a friend who takes good pictures, and we, I guess, collaborate. So, um, yeah, stop saying that. Bradley's not my first personal photographer. Although... I wouldn't mind, though. Like, Bradley's good. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, perfect world scenario, man. Like, if I had the time, we can make that yeah, shit happen. Yeah, exactly. All the time. But bills gotta be paid, you know? Oh, 100%. Um, so, tell us, why photography? What uh, what drove you into doing photography? Oh, man. Like, it really started off, like, it had almost nothing to do with the actual photography itself. It was more like, I was using it as a tool to create this mental health project that I was doing at the time. It was uh, a project that I had called the Weight Project. Weight? Like weight as in W-E-I-G-H-T. Oh, like, all about like bearing the weight of mental health. Oh, okay, okay. I see, I see, I see what you mean. So I originally just wanted a camera so I could do a little more justice to the pictures rather than you know using my phone. But that makes sense. That makes sense. From from there, I don't know. It, I know. I just kind of wanted to push it into, I don't know, take it an extra mile as a creative outlet rather than just as one tool for one thing. That is that is totally fair. Like, and usually that's how I guess hobbies start. Like myself, for example, I um, 
I started playing an instrument. Um, loving it so far. Like I, I've always been like, oh, I love music. I wish I could make music. It's always, oh, I wish I could do this. And then I, I have this friend, and then he makes music, and then and I'm, I see him make the stuff, and I'm like, bro, like this is my friend. If my friend can do it, I, I think so can I. Although he's miles and miles and miles better than I am, like he's totally better than I am. But I'm like, I gotta start somewhere. Oh man, you'll get there though. Like, you, it's all mindset, right? Like, if and you want to do it, so I think the world's your oyster in that regard. Agreed, agreed. The world is your oyster, and uh, it's just gonna go the way you you want it to go. Well, actually, there's a lot of more nuance to that, but yes, yes true, true, true. But uh, generally, that's that's how it goes. Um, so essentially, you picked up photography because, well, um, you were you started a project, and then you realized, you know, I could do this a little more in depth, maybe, or like I could pursue this. I think that's a better term. Uh, that's, and usually that's a lot, how, a lot, how a lot of things start, which is good. So, you could have taken pictures of anything. Like oh, yeah. My favorite type of photography is sports photography. Because for me, it feels like those are like one, one in a lifetime shots. Because like, they're never the same. Or like you can, unless you try and recreate them. But it's like a, it's like a, it's like a unique piece oh, of art. It's a timestamp, right? Yeah, exactly. Like it's, that's another reason. Like I followed up with the mental health stuff right into concert photography. So like same idea, right? True. Like just capturing that one specific moment that you know. Otherwise, it's just something you're gonna experience in person. So it's a nice documentation of it, if you will. Agreed, agreed. Like it's a, that photography is a good way to document things. Um, so why did you eventually say? Well, I I would classify you as a a, sp- um, a style photographer or a fashion photographer. Yeah. Um, is there a reason why you decided to settle on this? Um, I think the style and fashion world really just allows you to take really you know standard themes and photography and really explode on them like I don't know like in style photography you don't have to necessarily like emphasis on the person the same way you would in standard portrait photography you know you can make their shoulder the largest part and that picture and someone could be like, well, you know, why the hell is that shoulder blown up? You know, That's the fair. face isn't even in focus, but that not necessarily be the emphasis of that photo, you know? That's fair. That's that's totally fair. I can see that. Um, I I guess I don't do, I don't have a I don't shoot my pictures with a camera like you do. I usually use my phone. So what do you like have to say about like people who well, like you don't really have to have anything. To, I just like to hear another opinion. Um, I like how um, accessible photography has become. Everyone has a really uh, an all right camera on their phone. Uh, gone are the days when we had very blurry. Which well, it's a vibe now. You know, it's a it's an aesthetic. Oh, theme. it absolutely is. So, um, we everyone has like um, um, I guess a camera on their phone. Well, well, being a photographer, how would you, um, I guess, motivate people to try and take more pictures on their phone? Not that we don't already do that, but, like, you know, let's, let's hear what you have to say. Um, you know what? Like, I, I find people get caught up in technology with cameras a lot. So, like, like my camera, for example, is, like, a 2016 model. And in the camera world, that's pretty discontinued and old, <laughs> you know? Like, so I don't think that you should really hard focus on gear and more just focusing on taking a really damn good picture. Yeah, true. That, like, know? doesn't really matter what the gear is. Just shoot, point and shoot and try and make it as good as possible. Exactly. Which is my philosophy with my phone. Like, um, I, someone, I had someone ask me, how I take my pictures and I'm like I do everything on my phone mm. and 
I don't know, it was, it was somehow so hard for them to believe. And I'm like, no, you can accomplish a lot with your phone. Even the little I'm accomplishing is still not like the peak. There's still a lot more that can be done with phones these days. So shout out to technology. 100%. Um, but, well, back to the um, question I was, I was trying to ask. What draws you to style and fashion and photography? You mentioned oh, how yeah. it's not the... It's not just the character you're focusing on now. It's also the outfit, and then you can highlight certain stuff. What's your favorite thing to highlight in an outfit shot? Um, I think, like, my favorite would be is, like... I don't know. Emphasizing texture and color is a huge one for me. Colors is really good. I like seeing color, colors and styles. Pretty good. Just, like, really taking something and saying... How can I make this as weird as friggin' possible? And, you know, just seeing, like, how can I stretch this beyond the normal of a normal standard photograph? So, I know it sounds a little, like, conceited, but, like, um, I definitely like to go as weird as I can and kind of dance within that realm of, is this weird and new or is this weird and trash? So mm, I guess yeah. experimentation is what draws me to style so much. That's fair. That's true. Because in style, there is a ton of experimentation. Speaking of experimentation, remember the shoot we did? The man in the red hat? Oh, that my was, gosh. Yeah, that, that was experimentation. And it turned out really good. But I'd say that is probably like one of the my most well received you, you know concept you. shoots like yeah, see this is what this is the power of two minds they say yeah. that's why they say two heads are better than one. <laughs> oh, 100% like I am about as linear as a fucking jump rope so like um you know having somebody that can help rein me in when I'm shooting too you know usually makes a pretty awesome team yeah true like it's this is one reason why I enjoy collaborating because um perspectives people would like you have your perspective and then collaborating with another individual adds another perspective to the fray and it just like it like in my in my in my opinion it opens like a i guess a whole new world essentially and then you get to what's the term to use you get to you get to um display things that you wouldn't have displayed on your own kind of thing i oh. think i think that's why it's good to collaborate as creatives i guess i don't really like that word um, yeah it's a pretty wide stretch one i guess yeah you. like you go on the internet oh as a creative oh as a creator and I, it pisses me off i'm like ah that word again it's like um what other word is very misused in our day-to-day age let me see that's a good question what do you think is just give us one i think Uh oh i i thought of one i feel like um the word misogyny has been really has been reused a lot and then um it kind of it's kind of losing its meaning so i'm like oh this is a misogynistic act and then people don't don't people don't notice because well um, people have, I guess, overused the word, and I'm like, no, bro, that's 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 a very misogynistic act. Exactly, but- it's it's almost like by us giving more attention to the like issues at hand, like people are almost desensitizing themselves to it, and it, that's a shame, you know, it's, because it's it's a shame because it's being overused. Everyone's like, oh, it's just she, he or she's just using the word. And I'm like, nah, that is actually that's actually a problem. But, I don't know, it's very interesting. Um, so, this is why I'm very against, like, not against, I don't think I'm against. I just think the, the using the word creator or creative just lumps everyone together. And... I, I would be one to agree with you there. Like, another thing that I would, like, same tangent, like, like the whole, um, like, as someone with ADHD and bipolar 2, mm-hmm. the neurodivergency movement... Oh, on TikTok okay. and that's Instagram. another good point. It's that's a good point. Everyone wants to be. It's trendy to be. It's trendy to be ill right now. Yeah, it really is, and it's it's kind of a shame because it is. It is it, sad. It washes, 
you know, the seriousness, the seriousness of what a lot right. of what I deal with every day, right? It's it's so ridiculous when I see things like this. Like, I saw this. I've seen so many. Not surprising. People will do anything for clout, I guess. Yes. But I saw this one where this girl was faking. You know what Tourette's syndrome is? Like, 100%. Yeah. yeah, so she was faking having Tourette's, and I'm like, why? Like, I don't understand why you would think, why you would deem it necessary to you pretend like you have Tourette's. Do you think no. the people who have Tourette's want Tourette's? I, it, it, it's it's sad. It's insultive. For me, anyways. I oh, I'd be totally one to agree. Like, it's... Like, another one, too, is, you know, legitimately when people are like, oh, I'm so OCD. <laughs> like, that one drives yeah. me through the fucking It's roof. like, bro, because you like your things in order that doesn't mean you have OCD no man like I have you know worked with a couple people Uh with you know diagnosed OCD over the years Uh and like it's legitimately like you cannot perform a certain action without a certain sequential matter to it you know it's like paralyzing then oh I like my things in this order but like you said, like I think it all boils down to it's trendy to be ill right now. Yeah. Which is sad. I don't think I don't think that's that's something good, but it is what it is. Exactly. You know, it's we can't change the masses minds as a total, but Yeah. Another tangent, um, speaking of which, do you think social media has like affected well well, to bring it back to photography, do you, do you think social media has like affected and we well we we've just discussed about how social media has affected um, a bunch of stuff. Like for example, it's trendy to be ill. Um, what do you think social media has affected in the photography space? Um, I think in the sense of people really want to jump and stick to certain aesthetics. That's been a really big one that I've seen over the last three four years. Like preset packs will come out and then you'll see 10,000 clones of the <laughs> same preset pack and it's like but then it it works so it, i think it works yeah. i think that's why like the internet has made the world a global like a interconnected village like everyone's connected now so if one person sees like oh this preset that she said worked it makes it makes sense that like 10,000 other people want to follow so I think social media has uh, is affecting is affecting um, people's ability to create maybe because everyone's just copying but then it's it's so interesting social media is so interesting oh like, yeah absolutely for example um, if you want to I guess become a a successful social media um, creator let's use that word you're gonna have to constantly pump out content like you you can't afford not to otherwise someone's they're gonna leave you in the the internet forgets about stuff like this like oh you gotta be hot off the press every yeah, every day. and I'm like art takes time I feel I feel like expecting content like every second is well not second but like expecting like we've become so um do i say decent that's another that's a good term to use we've become so desensitized to the time it takes to make art because everyone now is so used to seeing the results quickly myself included oh 100 (laughs) percent like i have a lot of anxieties like that as a photographer because we live in a very, like, instant gratification world now. Facts. Instant and, gratification. Like, I almost have this, like, obligatory sense to be like, I just finished the shoot. Shit, I better go home and crank this out now. And you know what? Sometimes, you know, that creative bug may actually be a month away or a week away, True. you know? And you're just forcing the issue. Because, well, you know... You gotta get that shit out. Content yes. needs to be out. You need to make, you need to make content. Otherwise, you get left in the dust, which is sad. Cause 
I don't think you can reach your full artistic potential. Like, for example, I have an idea and I sit on it for days, sometimes year. Like I've sat on an idea for a year. And I have ideas I still haven't like implemented, and I'm still sitting on. So, like, it, it art takes time, but with the advent of um, social media, people need like you need to be you need to constantly be pumping out shit. Otherwise, you're just gonna be. I guess. It's just going to be a hobby, which is interesting because what, um, bringing it back to photography now, (laughs) what, um, what do you think people should do to, um, to, um, I guess differentiate themselves from doing photography as a hobby and doing it professionally? Like what, what do you think uh, someone who's interested, for example, Mm -hmm. what they need to do to do, um, to shift from doing it as a hobby and doing it professionally like myself for example um style and fashion and dressing up is a hobby of mine but would i like to do this professionally and not work hell yeah oh hell yeah (laughs) but um i feel like once i do that it no longer becomes a hobby and i would lose my enjoyment for it so it's it's interesting. I don't really know how to feel about that. Like I, people are like oh you should. Um, I had someone tell me that oh I should definitely look into modeling, and I'm like nah. <laughs> no, I have I no think interest. Absolutely, as someone who is photographed, too, I think for sure. <laughs> I'm like nah. Photo um, photography is good, but um, I mean modeling is a good idea. But honestly, I feel like. Okay, I feel like the modeling industry is not something I would like to get into. Speaking of which, I have an idea for an episode for that. So, guys, stay tuned. Who knows when? Who knows when that will drop? But <laughs> it will eventually at some point. So, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So, the modeling industry. I feel like a lot of people want to be, I guess, models. Let's put it oh, that way. Oh yeah. So there's a there's a surplus of what's the word talent let's use that word there's a surplus of talent and when there's low demand high surplus they'll treat the supply like shit cause oh you don't want to do this I'm in next just like that exactly you know people become expendable at that point and that's same thing with photography there's so many photographers like I'm pretty sure like if you if you don't do if you don't take some steps to try and cement yourself in a professional space they're like on to the next oh you'll get kicked to the curb real quick like I noticed that big time like when I kind of defocus my professional lens (laughs) and you know kind of put it on the back burner I definitely find that you know billing can be a little harder because you're not as consistent with it and like People can sense when you're not confident in billing, too, right? (laughs) That's true. They can be like, this motherfucker is on the fence right now. He's not sure. He doesn't know what he wants to charge me, you know? (laughs) And that, you know, you got to believe in your craft and charge what you know you're worth. But, um, jeez, I find... It's tough. Back on the compulsion, you know, to be professional, I'd say my... But biggest advice is take critique. Um, I think the best way to make that jump from being just someone who shoots on their phone as a hobbyist to being a professional is being like, I will put myself out there and I will get spit roasted by another Mm. photographer. Mm. You know, I will Mm. take it. And I think that's what helped me make the jump is being able to take that cr- like critique, critique and be like, I'm not all that in a bag of chips. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I personally, um, I've always accepted that um, the only person who should like what I do is me. Like, if you don't like it, that's fine. Like, you don't have to like it. So once I like it, I'm fine with the art slash medium. But... It's also important to, like you, you said, get critique because you could like something, but it'll be shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
objectively. It could be objectively shitty. So um, you gotta like listen to other people, but then still hold your opinion in high regard because that's quite important. Oh, absolutely. You know, the second you put your total weight in someone else's hands, then you, you know, you're gonna be weighed down by the opinions of others for your entire career. Sure, sure, sure. Like you, like sure, you gotta take critique, but you know. You gotta also be, I guess, believe in yourself. Oh, you gotta have that back confidence for sure. Like, like you gotta be confident in your work. You gotta get, you gotta, you gotta work and get to a point where you're confident in your work, but then still open to critique. Like for example, myself, I've um, earlier when I got into like fashion and styling myself, some of my outfits were a little horrendous, but I didn't care. I like them. Um, if you if you want to see any of the horrendous outfits, you can just go to Instagram, scroll way down to the bottom. You'd find some of them. There was one I was really. There was a time I was really into mismatched shoelaces. I re- I don't know why. I just liked I liked the idea of having the same shoe but the laces are different. It felt like a way to um, elevate. The outfit or the style but looking back at it now it just looks hella messy and I'm like I don't know why I would want actually the glaces were not the problem I think it being mismatched like they were bright colored and then mismatched so there was a lot going on and it looks kind of messy now but I would definitely do that again oh, of course man like you can kind of approach it with the different lens that you did at the time right true like now you can be like I want to go for something a little more chaotic and mm-hmm. I will throw them two color laces on yeah is there any do you have a similar story from when you started photography like oh, something you Christ. used to do <laughs> yeah oh Jesus so um I used to load grain like right. like grain noise on pictures like a bat out of hell you know I was a like obsessed with retro aesthetics I said I need grain I need that fuzzy green shadow with that kind of rusty highlight and I was just obsessed with trying to emulate film so Mm. hard that like it just looked like a shitty it looked like a shitty DSLR trying to look like film you know it, it just didn't look good and I know maybe in hindsight, you know, it's nice to be able to create art that isn't totally clean, but at the same time, it's you can hide a lot of imperfections with all that grain and dirt. And Very shit. true. Hiding imperfections is a is part of being a photographer because no shot is perfect. You got oh gosh, no. You got to remove some things. Yes. Um, let me see. Uh, let's let's see um, where we are on the. Um, I just. I just asked you a question, and coincidentally, this also plays into that. So, what tricks do you use um, aside from making it grainy? What tricks do you um, use now in your photography to, I guess, enhance, remove? Like, just tell us about that. Okay. Um, I have a pretty consistent mantra. I think when I go to editing pictures, any like- presets. Um, yeah, I have a few baseline ones, but I typically like abuse this shit out of them as soon as I put them on. That's fair. But I think I have one consistent black and white preset I've been using for two, three years now. Like we could go back to our shoot at home college, Mm -hmm. you know, that black and white high contrast. It looks good. That's that's my go-to studio style. I love that style. You love black and white? And stark as it could be, you know, punchy white, punchy black, you know, it's like... Okay, that's I can see that. Like, I, I love black and white. And shout out to another photographer, someone, I think, who, um, who gets this kind of, like, who gets that black and white vibe done really well, too, is... Um, Jesse. Oh my our, gosh. Yeah, That's Jesse's together. really good at that black and white uh, game. He's he he's really good. He's mastered that. Shout out to him. Yo, he truly does, man. Jesse is uh Yeah, he's he's next level, man. I've I had the honor to watch him grow as a photographer and 
you know, go from somebody who just, you know, us shooting random fashion shoots on Saturdays and Sundays to him traveling the country as a full-blown canon yeah. creator. Yeah, shout out to Jesse. Jesse is, uh, Jesse's one of the, one second. <laughs> Sorry guys, um, that was a breaking transmission, but shout out to Jesse, um, he is, um, one of the, one of the, um, definitions of, you know, grind till you, I guess grind till you make it, so. <laughs> He's honestly probably one of the hardest workers I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, shout out to Jesse. Um, and photography, man, it blows me away. You know, maybe, maybe we should, uh, maybe I should have him on the on the pod, you know, we'll, we'll talk about style and photography part two, featuring Jesse. So that'll be nice. I'll I'll talk to Jesse and see how we can make that work. Get a nice sure. cup of tea and a blanket because that man's voice will put you to sleep. Yeah, true. Jesse has that very, um, what's that word? It's kind of jazz radio. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it real gravelly low. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well. We have talked about tricks um, you've used in photography. We talked about things you. Um, we talked about things you. Um, you've used to make your outfits better, your shots better, and you've talked about. Well, you've not really talked about things you've used to reduce, remove. Like you just talked about your presets. Do you mind talking about anything you used to remove? Oh, of course, absolutely. Um, I love Photoshop. <laughs> and you know what? And any person who has never tried it or is refusing to try it in post production, I'm seriously saying you are closing thousands and thousands of doors for yourself. Because I find Photoshop really allows you to fine tune the art piece that you want. You know That's what it's there for. That's what it's there for, a hundred percent. Um so Photoshop and you know what actually been tiptoeing into the generative AI world right now which has been actually very helpful it's, in neutralizing a lot of you know noise and dirt and grain and just crap you know it's it's been amazing for it. Speaking of which um, Photoshop implementing AI into their software is pretty powerful like I've seen some of the things they can do and I'm like wow that's pretty if you tell someone from I think a decade or two from now that at some point we'll have AI that can improve our pictures, they're like, Nah, you're crazy. Oh well, here we my are. gosh, hundred percent. Like <laughs> you know, having to hand draw a branch versus you know it being able to sample a branch from tens of thousands of images over the entire internet. And then make it make it blend in so well with the current picture is like it always blows my mind it's never like like okay if it generates something but it's close but not close enough uh, I was like yeah like oh this is a neat trick but yeah. now it like actually enhances the image so it's like okay like this is getting a little scary <laughs> like you it with this like the biggest one for me that I've found is scary is the generative noise reduction you know it's you can shoot a picture with you know 10,000 ISO like a crap ton of artificial light mm -hmm. and this degenerative noise AI will make it look like you shot it in broad daylight like crispy crunchy not a lick of artificial it, Damn. it can make it look like a brand new photograph it, it's, it's mind blowing really that's fair. That's no, that's interesting. Shout out to AI. What do you think about AI? Is it gonna take our jobs? Um, uh, you know what? I'd say in some aspects, in some avenues, I think it's very possible. Okay. Um, <laughs> photography, my ass can get replaced real quick. Uh, I think from AI. I mean, thankfully, I'm crazy as a bag of hammers and. I think I can have a few original ideas, but like at the same time, it's pretty insane to see what AI, AI can, can come up with on its own. It's, it, 
it's know, scary. It's that's scary. Yeah, it's plain and simple. But um, the way I look at it, it's that's how technology works. Um, we invent a piece of technology, and some something we some something we used to do becomes obsolete. An example is like newspapers and publishing press. The oh, yeah. the creation of the internet de- demolished that industry. Like, well, newspapers are still a thing, but not as big as they were. I think the magazine industry, for example. Like, Magazines, true, yeah. I can't remember the last time I went out and bought a you know National National Geographic or like a Sports Illustrated. You like, can get that shit on the internet. So <laughs> yeah, like it's it's just such a past generational thing now to buy physical pieces of literature it's it's interesting because um there's this saying i've seen people i've seen on the internet that a lot of people who are against um digitization of um, media and all of that they'll tell you you'd own nothing and be happy and i'm like i'm fine i'm fine with that but then also um like for example music how many people do you know collect vinyls, CDs? Nobody does that anymore. Well, oh, no. Some people like, do. I think it's been probably three or four years since I bought a vinyl myself. Yeah, exactly. You know? like, so it's very interesting. People are no longer into like physical copies as much. Like now it's a niche thing. It's, but it's it being the norm, but now it's niche. And people, um, I guess, people are vinyl collectors. And I think about it because I'm like, Damn, we don't. We everyone's streaming now. We don't own this. If Spotify goes down, music. Oh, that goes my entire <laughs> my entire workout repertoire. Yeah, exactly. Work Your playlist. Damn, yeah. I'll have to start from scratch and re-motivate myself. So <laughs> it's it's very interesting when I think about that. But then, um, like I said, it's technology and AI, kind of the same thing. Technology would come. And uh, technology will come, and then I guess get rid of some jobs, but also create some new ones. That's usually oh, hundred percent. Like it, I think it'll open up an avenue for you know new fields. There's gonna have to be AI techs that can upkeep it and such. And yeah, I don't know. I I think it's definitely the digitization as much as it is depersonalizing on a physical level, I think it's also providing, you know, a larger network for people to access things that have never been able to access it before. Facts. As broad as that sounds, you know, it's facts. Like for example, you don't think um what's the word I'm looking for? You don't see um like if you tell people there was a job called influencing, like back into the day, they won't believe you. Oh my but, god, it's like you're just a sales rep. Yeah, that's exactly. all you are, you know? That's, <laughs> that's exactly what you are. They're like, oh, you're just selling shit. Yeah. But influencing is a career path right now. The influencing industry racks in a lot of money too. So it's not like it's a very niche thing to be successful in. No, like if you, if you play your cards right, you could be a successful influencer. Absolutely. And you know, it's. It's blows me away because you're honestly you're making money advertising yourself <laughs> you know uh, it's advertising products not yourself oh, you're walking in my opinion you're walking billboard but people almost associate themselves with these brands and they almost become them you know yeah it's, i'm like nah the brand will drop you the moment the reason why influencing became so popular is because Advertising before the internet was an extremely expensive endeavor. Um, millions of dollars needed were needed to advertise something properly. But then you have people who have built a following of a hundred and something people, a hundred and something thousand people. So you tell them, oh, I'll give you, let's say, it's a one million dollars. I'll give you twenty k or thirty k or fifty k to just advertise so and so for me. And the person's like fifty k. Hell yeah! 
So the the influence in the industry blew up because well it was a cheap form of advertising. Oh, absolutely, for, yeah. But that doesn't mean it was a terror. That doesn't mean it's not a job. That's why I said AI would to get rid of some jobs and create some new ones. Mm-hmm. Like I definitely don't think that we could survive without influencers now but the state that we're in fair we're just such an online driven society that, that influencers are almost like the equivalent of the popular kid in high school <laughs> you know you just fucking refer to them for what's normal and cool and you go from there but it's so crazy they also like a lot of them like some really i guess some really do I use the word powerful? I don't know if I want to use that word. So um, really powerful. Let's, let's just use that word. Convincing, maybe, yeah. Yeah, it might. I think it fits the thing. It fits the theme I'm going for. So, so yeah. really powerful ones have, like, they can, like, offset some things in society. They can, um, they can cause riots. For example, um, what's his name? There's this popular streamer. Um, Kai Sinat. Oh yeah. Yeah, he he started. Well, he didn't mean to, but because of his, um, well, he didn't think it was gonna be a riot, but he started a riot. Like they, I, did they have? Was there a state of emergency? Like, was that bad? And I'm like, wow, this is one human being that can just offset a whole thing. Yeah, so well, it's very interesting. Um the power of influencing right now. Maybe that's, that's crazy. A, that, like, that should be another topic. Style and influencing. Oh okay. You I'll see that, that a lot down. in the uh the fitness industry too. Like it's Yeah, fitness industry is struggling too. <laughs> like you see this one guy who's, you know, jacked up on trend <laughs> and uh he says fuck form, you don't need it and suddenly the entire world is throwing form out the window. You know, it's it just takes one guy with a strong opinion and everyone's like oh this person did that um and he has results so i'm gonna follow suit so it's it's very interesting i don't know how to feel about it because i'm happy you're getting your bread (laughs) yeah but uh uh sometimes some of y'all need to chill anyways yeah it's you can have your own personality too, you know. You can be you and not just yeah you be can, the world's appetizer. You can, <laughs> well, it depends, cause if that's your job, you're gonna have to do it. Which is uh, something I wonder. People who going to influence influencing full time. I don't know. That's something I don't think I can do. Being, cause you'd have to promote. You have to promote um, whatever it is you're you're going to promote, even if you don't necessarily agree with it. You have to promote it. Why? Because you've been paid to. It's like being an actor, right? Like it's the same idea. You're you're being paid to play a role, and if, whether it's the the you know Fitbit activist or activist or the creatine activist, you know, <laughs> like it's it's. It just helps sell it. You yeah, know? you gotta sell. You gotta like. You gotta sell. So I wonder, what, um, what, what do you do in that situation? You're a full time, um, you're a full time influencer, and if you don't promote the stuff, you ain't gonna eat. So <laughs> you just gotta do it. Uh, you, sometimes you gotta sell your soul. A yeah, you gotta sell your soul. Like we're we're all slaves, I guess. That uh, someone said, um, on the internet is like everyone wants to be an influencer because it looks like. Oh, it's a pretty joyous life. But essentially, you're trading one birdcage for another. Oh, yeah. You're you're living a presentation lifestyle instead of actually enjoying it. You know? True, you're, true. You, you're working yeah. so hard to create this image and facade that you'll probably lose, like, kind of that sensitivity that we were talking about earlier. You lose mm-hmm. the enjoyment for it. Yeah, because you're you, just doing it for the buck. You're just doing it just just to make a bag, but uh, that's I, we we took a long tangent here talking about influencing. Let's get back to photography. Yes, sir. <laughs> so tell us what is something you wish your clients would stop doing. They're like they're like I'm pretty sure there's some clients you've had, and you're like, man, y'all need to stop doing this shit. Oh. Uh 
I mean, like, thankfully, I've been I've been really, really good. I have a lot of really excellent clients. Oh, I can definitely count on one hand the really negative experiences I've had. <laughs> well, but want to tell us about that? If you don't, oh that's gosh, yeah, absolutely. So, um, uh, the first one is, um, I think the my like the biggest horror story would have been. I, I was really young, really naive, and <laughs> I took on this week-long project. Um, it was two hours a night. I was shooting a certain week of music for a certain magazine, um, and they're not local. They're Canadian, but not local. And um, I thought it was going to be my first very big payday ever. And, you know, I was shooting two three hours a night for four or five days while I was going to university and at the end I send this guy the bill the, the bill and all these pictures and he's like did you miss the part where this was volunteer based and now it's like wow. I think you forgot to mention that because I wouldn't have volunteered 20 <laughs> hours of free goddamn time if I knew it was going to be free but like and at the end of the day, this, this guy actually ended up asking for the raw files because <laughs> he didn't like, like nah, my bro. stuff. And I said, no, I'm not going to let Like, then and then, I don't think the work was ever published or posted, but I did probably four or $500, four or $500 worth of free work. And the guy ghosted me. So I would say... That's a shame. Get everything laid out on a contract on paper before you start, or you will get your ass burned. Yeah, like you're expendable. They're like, oh, you don't want to work with me? Next photographer, please. Exactly. You know, there's so many of us now that you are higher based around your niche. Yeah, true. And if somebody is hiring you just because you're a photographer, they're gonna throw your ass to the curb if you're not as lickety split and fast True. to respond. Say, you know, if they're not looking for you, for you, they're just looking for you as a physical picture taker. Yeah, you're just there to take pictures, bro. <laughs> yeah. So like, if you say like, "Yo, this is X, Y, and B," and they're like, "God damn, I'm not paying that," you know, <laughs> like, you know, let them go to the other person, right? Because you don't have to devalue your own craft. True. In order just uh, uh, to make people happy. How do you feel about the term exposure? All right. Because <laughs> that's that's what they tell you. Oh, you're getting paid in exposure. But I'm like, exposure won't put food on my table. Yeah. But then you, you know still what? need it. If you're going to give me exposure for, you know, Gucci or V-Man or GQ, hell, that's exposure. Um, but I don't know. I would say, like... If it's ever on the local business level, and you've been at it for quite a while, you know, the exposure card's kind of bullshit, because <laughs> you are giving them just as much exposure as they're true. giving you. True, that is true, that is true. So, it may be a win-win for them, but it's a win-lose for, for you. you. You get nothing out of it. No, you're getting, uh, you know, a couple bucks, and... Uh, you know, you may get so-and-so walk up to you down the street and be like, hey, you shot with them, for them, right? And you're like, yeah, like, cool. Yeah, but, cool. yeah, I don't know. I think, you know, I'm a, one of my friends, Ebony, who I worked with at a coffee shop um, years ago, I, always told me, don't do what you love for free. And uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm in agreement with that, but I feel like you need to do what you love for free first oh you gotta lay the foundation yeah. for sure you know, like you yeah. gotta make your place i get yeah. you but eventually uh we look don't 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 look to do it for free entirely like uh like myself for example um i don't really have a plan for um, what i'm gonna do with uh which is kind of why i started this podcast i wanted a way to um create content that didn't involve just taking pictures or videos I wanted something where I could talk I could express ideas I could see I could try and I guess run a business I guess the way to look at it so 
It's um like I'm like for example, the podcast makes me zero dollars. Actually, I lose money <laughs> on it. Um, I think the hosting service is like twelve dollars a month, so negative twelve dollars monthly. But hopefully, at some point, um, it can I guess yield me some profit. Oh, absolutely, so man! That's I got, like a hundred percent. Like, yeah, it's I totally doable, man. Hundred percent. It's the like, same thing with photography. Same like, with photography. Yeah. Like, you know, if I go two, three months without a shoe, I, that's forty, fifty bucks coming out of my account every month for my adobe shit <laughs> yeah. so i'm just losing money yeah, yeah like you gotta lose dollars. money first so um, you gotta lose it 100%. yeah some I, some people don't want to but i i feel like you gotta lose money first before you can make money which is which is crazy oh it like, ties back into that same concept of like instant gratification we were talking right like everybody it now. everybody wants to be the best right now uh, and like, it's like it takes time bro it takes time yeah you're not gonna be Arnold or you know Platon as a photographer you know after you've been shooting for a year you know those yeah, guys have six years years and years and years of like you gotta build you've got to build your I guess like brand I guess is the well no not I guess you gotta build a brand and then they're like oh we need a photographer let's get this guy he knows how to do it so yeah you create your own niche you know and create your own market mm -hmm. so you know you could be a portrait photographer that does this but you're the portrait photographer that does this but also shoots like this mm -hmm. you know that's like, a good point like you have your own style of photography um so speaking of which what would you call your style in photography black and white like for example we can both agree our brother Jesse is the black and white god. So, oh, easy. Yeah, so, what no, would you <laughs> what would you call yourself? Ah, uh, that's a that's a damn man. I don't know. I'm I'm a hard self deprecator, so it's hard for me to say like <laughs> well, okay, what I'd say I would my specialty is. But I, I think I think I I can I can. Um, I would definitely say like street style photography with heavy saturation that was fair i would That's say fair. that maybe be my strong suit if you will well, you know one thing i think is you're really is a sh like something i think you're really good at is angles oh thank so, you man i appreciate yeah, like, that your angles are really good like you like jesse jesse is really good in black and white and you like your shots usually have very interesting angles which is one of my favorite part of um style photography like for example, remember that shot you had to lie down on the ground, and then I was on an elevated surface for the man with the red hat. Oh yes, with so, the with the blue sky. Yeah, it's, exactly. That's a good angle. Oh, I love that. You know, you, we we did a super wide angle lens, right? Mm -hmm. So it's almost like your foot is physically on the lens. That's exactly. So like angles make a shot more interesting in my opinion I agree so I think you're really good at the angles part of it so well, thank you man I very Maybe much you should appreciate look, that yeah you should uh, I guess you should probably keep that in mind now I'll keep that in you <laughs> know it's uh, yeah I'll give myself a pat on the back once in a while but I don't know I think there's always a different angle you can approach true you know there's because you know we're so progressed now with different styles and like we talked about earlier um, everything is successful on the internet, right? Mm -hmm. So, everything's probably been done already. Oh, everything so, has been done already. You know, <laughs> you know, and that was me just tiptoeing around that. Like, it has been done, so it's, how can I do something to even be a little more half unique? Mm -hmm. You know, so for me, mm -hmm. that's angles. Angles, you know? yeah. Okay, that's true. That's a good point. I don't know what um, I would say is my uniqueness in the style of fashion, but it's fine. Um, someone oh, I told could tell me. you, man, for sure. Uh, sir? I could tell you for oh, sure. I'm all ears, please. I would say, man, that you combine kind of classic suit wear with street wear incredibly well. Thank you, and, thank you, thank you. And I would say that's always been something I've noticed with your style. Thank so you, thank you, thank you. You give yourself a pat on the back for that, man. You can't see me, guys, but I'm giving myself a pat on the back. Yes. <laughs> it's... Um, that was kind of been my goal because I initially loved streetwear, but then I started getting older and I started loving um, classy wear so much. I'm like, 
what's wrong with combining two? Nothing, man. So it's a word combined. It works. Yeah, it works. It works really good. So shout out to I guess discovering yourself. Um, speaking, um, speaking of which, the question I asked that brought us on this tangent is um, what you want more um, clients to do. What you want clients to do more to stop doing rather? Oh yes. Now, what do you want clients to do more of? I. I would love clients to be as firm with me as they can because mm. elaborate um when i say firm i mean really tell me what you want like mm. and i'm not gonna be offended if you don't like it i would love for somebody to bring this back and say i don't like the highlights on this i don't like the shadows rather than take my yeah, work say this is great and <laughs> it goes in the google drive and is never used um so transparency um i would love i love 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 transparency from from clients and mm. just models so never be afraid to tell me what you really hey, feel i don't like this and then Bart is like sure what did you like about it yeah, and you talk, you have a discussion. Communication is key. Oh, 100%. Because last thing I need to hear a month of, a month, you know, down the line is, oh, I got this shoe from Brad and it was ass. <laughs> and, you know, like, did you ask him to fix anything? No. no. Uh, so, like, like, you can always ask me that stuff. That is your fault that you didn't ask. Yeah, so, like, I can take critique. Like, I, you know, I'm here to service you as a photographer. Yeah sometimes when you know that's what i'm hired for i'm not hired to just give you my work and to say suck it take it that's what you're getting i think that's a misconception people have they think the photographer is there to make them look good but i'm like no the photographer is just there to capture the time frame as you mentioned earlier or the essence of the the essence of the event or the vibe of the event they're just meant to capture they're not meant to make you look good. You no, do that. like we're beyond that era in the eighties of glamour shots, quote unquote, <laughs> right? You know, and I'm not here to make you you know, like me for example, I'm five ten, hundred forty five pounds. I'm not a bulky big man. I can't make myself look like Larry Wheels, for example. Yeah, you Larry know? Wheels is a is a different breed. Like, in the sense of there's a realm of what is actually physically possible to edit in the photo you true, know like true, true. i'm here to enhance i'm mm-hmm. not here to enhance change. is the word enhance, enhance is, the word. is the word for sure for I'm sure i'm here to capture i'm here to enhance i'm not here to make you feel good so um i think take i hope it, away. it does don't get me wrong oh no 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 no. Yeah, like, like i hope it does make you feel a little better but like that's not my intent okay. of purpose Actually, that's a poor choice of words. Not feel good. <laughs> I'm not here to make you... The photographer is not there to make you... I'm not here um, to boost your self-esteem, yeah, if you not, will. Yeah, exactly. Bo- okay, I think that's a proper term to use. Yeah. I'm not there to boost your... Sure, they're going to make you feel good. For sure. Yes, but, but I cannot be the tool of your confidence. You you know, your confidence, confidence has yeah. to start with you. Yeah, exactly. It's got to start with you. And then they come and enhance that. Exactly, yeah, you know, know we're yeah. a team, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, team, work, we team. work together, you know. We need together. That's that's a that's a that's a good word. Enhance. I like that word. Yeah. So, so if you're listening, the takeaway is, you know, if you're getting into photography, you know, you're gonna have to lose money. Um, that's one one takeaway. Oh yeah, money, money, you're, money. You're it's gonna pay to play. Starting off. Patience. You gotta grind. Um, anything really. You gotta lose money. You're gonna grind. And then if you're on the receiving end of a of the camera, um, you gotta like be confident in yourself first. Don't, t- well, I'm not saying don't um, take pictures so you feel good. Like try and feel good first. About try and feel good about yourself first, and then go take pictures to make yourself feel better. Oh, hundred percent. Like, like yeah, instead yeah. of rather than taking pictures for the intent of purpose purpose of validation yeah because i feel if you do that no matter what the photographer does like you just be beating yourself up because you're like you've not done the groundwork you don't feel good about yourself first so you got to do that first and then take pictures and trust me it makes a whole lot of difference in my opinion oh 100 percent like if you're striving for the like and striving for the comments yeah, striving for the likes then you and you 
you know, you're going to be disappointed. You're going to be <laughs> hella disappointed, especially with where we're at now. You know, people don't like shit anymore. You know what? I think people have still the same um, desensitization top, um, discussion. Like, people have been desensitized. Like, for example, people see beautiful stuff and beautiful people on the internet all the fucking time. So, it's like, damn, how yeah. exactly am I supposed to compete with these people or something like that? I'm like... You don't have to you compete, don't have to exactly, bro. You don't have to. <laughs> yeah, just be. You know? It's like, it's not, there's no... There's no. It's not a competition. Like, this is life. Life sucks. It's, Shit's it's, hard, man. Yeah, we're, all, we're all trying like, to just fucking get through it. You yeah, know? don't make it harder on yourself. But shit's hard. So, if you feel... Like, myself, for example, I'm very well... Um, comfortable with myself as an individual so like I'm never like swayed by internet the, in- the state of the internet so I can use it all willy nilly but if you're um, if you feel like the internet is starting to have a effect on your I guess mental health maybe take a step yeah, back yeah, yeah. Like, you, it's, it's very easy to deactivate from the internet no actually it's not it's very easy to deactivate from social media. That's what you should be. I think social. The internet is great, but then social media is like a part of the internet that. Um, it's definitely a hole that you know sucks us into <laughs> this sense of. You know, it's it's a comparison game. Yeah, know? comparison is a thief of joy. They say. Sadly, but uh, yeah, and envy kills us all, right? So. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well, guys, this has been the style count. So, um, please give us warm, um, give a round of applause for our lovely guest, B rolls or brawls, uh, whatever, whatever suits your fancy. Whatever suits your fancy. Um, thank you for joining us today. I hope you had fun. Oh my gosh, man, it was an absolute pleasure. Thank you yeah, for having no me. No worries, man. no worries. Well. Guys, this has been the Style Council. Until our next episode. Peace.